Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. On RNIB Connect Radio, we often talk about education, training and employment for people with visual impairments. Now, can the link between education and employment be easier? Well, it seems to be the case for one student, Scott Hilson, from the Royal Blind School in Edinburgh. Now, we have with us Angela Russell, who is the Deputy Head of the school. Angela, thank you for joining us. Tell me a little about the school, first of all. We have a very small school population on our Cane and Lane campus in Morningside and we have mostly senior pupils in our school. The real benefit, I think, for the pupils who come to our school is that they get the opportunity to do work experience in fourth, fifth and sixth year. So unlike in a mainstream school where you might get one chance or one opportunity to do that, our pupils get three chances to do that, to get a variety of different experiences. So it's quite a mainstream education you have for, for the students there. Are are they all residential or do people just come mm. for the day as well? We have half of our pupils who come on a daily basis. So they travel and they can travel from Fife, from the west of Scotland. We even have some of our pupils who come from the north of England and Cumbria and Northumberland, for example. They will stay residential, the ones who come further away. So about half of our pupils, around about 15 pupils, stay residentially and the other half will come on a daily basis. And the education they receive, is that quite, quite a mainstream education, but with that added dedicated support? That's correct. I mean, we offer a mainstream education. Some of our young people have vision impairment, and that is really their only disability. But there are other young people who have complex needs and additional support is required for them. So we have a real broad spectrum of need across the whole of the school. Some of our young people have communication difficulties, at one end of the spectrum and we have other young people who are sitting advanced higher examinations. Does the school have a kind of embedded way then of helping children into say further higher education or indeed into employment? Well absolutely I mean because we have such an individualised curriculum for all our young people it does follow curriculum for excellence as it does for all of our young people at the school so whatever their interests are and wherever they lie we will match that as best as we possibly can and try and aim to maximise their interests beyond school. For example, Scott, who you're going to be talking to, he was really interested in sport. He also had a really caring, kind nature and volunteered at Kids Scene, which is our after-school club. And with the programme that we run in our fourth, fifth and sixth years of school, the work experience programmes for these young people, we have individual interviews with them, find out what they like to do and try and match what it is that they would like to achieve out of their work experience, which may indeed kind of fall on through to a career for them in the future. As you mentioned, Angela, Scott Hilson uh, was a pupil at the school. He went on to go through the work experience process. And yep. uh, Scott, that, that's gone from strength to strength, really, hasn't it? Transitioning from school to employment was uh, a huge decision at, at the beginning. And then it slowly became this thing of a reality. And then putting it in place, creating a plan, a structure and following it through. Tell me about the employment side of things then. How did that work out? Yeah, it's been great. I'm working for TSB Bank. They've really took me on and really done everything they can to put things in place that will assist me in my work and allow me to fulfil my potential in my role. All the other colleagues are really, really helpful in terms of helping me read things, enlarging things in new ways that they've never thought of before to try and help me. And also I'm there as well to give a bit of input and feedback to them and say, look, 
can we try this, can we try that? Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't, and that's the whole point. It's been really connecting with them, connecting with HR, connecting with the line managers, and just having a, an open conversation about what will happen and how it will happen. And it's been really, really beneficial to have that open conversation. And to use the word open again, Scott, it seems that TSB has been very open to, to bringing in someone with a visual impairment and, and looking at how they can make their systems more accessible. What, what kind of things were put in place for you? Well, it's an interesting question. That is, So basically, they've got two kind of separate networks. So they've got the branch network, so that's customer-facing. You're in the branch, and someone walks in, that's who they see. And they've also got, you know, their service centre, so their telephony, their business banking. So all the ones in business banking have the software, like ZoomText, Supernova, things like that they can use. The systems that we use in branch are very, very different. They're very basic for security reasons. So we can't really adapt the software there. So what happened was we thought, well, if we can make things on the screen bigger, why don't we just take the really dumb approach and make the screen bigger? So it went from, like... 11-inch monitors up to two 24-inch monitors that I had. And I'm not even kidding, they're like TVs. They're huge. <laughs> but but such a, a simple change, as you put it, has such made a quite a difference. Such a simple change, yeah. And it's made a huge difference. I mean, little details that you can implement into a customer conversation that you can get from your screen and the information you have really, really help to develop a customer relationship. That's why they're so important, and that's why it's so important to have all the information that I can use. For example, customer names on our screen are very small. So I could see their account balance, I can see their transactions, but on the smaller screens I can see their name. So using their name, Mr. and Mrs. is a big big part of the conversation. But with the larger screens I can use their name, I can implement it into the conversation just to make it an overall more valuable experience for the customer. Were you nervous about going from education to an employment environment? Absolutely. It's a big jump. It's a, it's a huge difference. Huge, huge difference. Pay at the end of the month is great. <laughs> it's something I've not experienced <laughs> before, but also alongside that, the learning opportunities you get in employment are huge. And one thing about TSB as an employer is we have so many opportunities to develop yourself outside of just helping the customer. So, for example, we've got things like job shops, so you can go on our systems, you can learn a new skill, and if that skill is required in a new job, that pays better, it's a better grade, things that will progress your career you can go for it and anyone who has a disability who works for TSB no matter what job they go for they're guaranteed an interview because they might be able to show their skills better face to face than they can over a document over an application. I mean it sounds like you're a hugely positive transition from education into employment but I'm also getting that it's quite a nervy perhaps even nervy first day. Yeah walking in and sort of meeting your new colleagues for the first time. Getting the tour, learning all the new things you have to learn on the first day was huge. We went on a welcome course, so we get to meet everyone who's new to TSB, create a network, people we can phone, email, ask questions, because they're doing the same thing you're doing. And it's really, really helpful, especially for someone who has a disability or a visual impairment. If they're struggling with a task, you can call someone up and say, hey, look, we're struggling with this, can you give me a hand? You know, if you're sitting holding an A4 piece of paper up to your face, it, it does look strange to someone who's never seen that before. I mean, I think anyone can say that. My colleagues have been really, really helpful, really helpful, really, really good at adapting to me being in that environment. For example, they've asked, you know, do you want help with this? Do you want help with that? But they've also come and said to me, look, if I'm being too overbearing, just let me know. They've been great. I can't thank them enough for the help they're continuing to give.
What's the next step then, Scott? Where do you go from here? For example, I'm on an 18-month contract with TSB during my apprenticeship, but we were just handed written notice last month that all being well, at the end of this 18 months, we'll be handed a permanent contract. I've already progressed from when I began. I mean, it's a huge, huge jump from where I was before, what I've learned and how I've implemented it in the workplace. So, I mean, who knows what will happen, but hopefully it'll, it'll lead to some promotion within TSB. Angela, a real ringing endorsement there of the help that the Royal Blind School can give its students for that that crucial transition. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we are so proud of Scott. We've watched him grow and develop his self-confidence, his belief in himself, his self-esteem. He's just been a huge star. He really has. And also great to hear an organisation like TSB being so receptive to to taking on someone with a visual impairment because all too often we hear that companies just think, well, you know, someone who's blind or partially sighted, there's not much they can do really, is there? I think there's a a real nervousness there. It's not an unwillingness, but it's probably a real nervousness having, as I said previously, you know, organising work experience placements. It's that kind of pause when you ask the question could you take on someone with a visual impairment for a work experience placement so they need support they need help too and i think a clear message to them saying yes you can do this and this is how you can do it angela if people would like to learn more about the the royal blind school how can they do that certainly we welcome any visitors at any time so please do get in touch because we love to showcase what we do in the school and everybody that comes and visits goes away amazed. You can get in touch with us by telephoning us on 0131 446 3120 and you can email the office at office at royalblindschool.org.uk. Angela, thank you for telling us all about the work of the school. Uh, Scott, best of luck with uh, the career at TSB and thanks to both of you for speaking with us on RNIB Connect Radio. Thank you for having us on the show. Thank you for having me on the show. It's been uh, a good experience. First time on the radio. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.